Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 155. The only thing I could think of to talk about this time is some stuff I did in the last Wildstar Beta Weekend, and I've had some stuff going on with me and I've been super, super tired and nothing really new is going on, so I don't really have anything else to talk about besides that. Couldn't think of anything. Hopefully I'll be able to figure out some stuff for next time. But hopefully you will still enjoy the show. So the first thing of interest that I did with the last Wildstar Beta Weekend was checked out my house a little bit. Housing in Wildstar is probably a bit deeper than most housing in games. I'm not usually one that's very into housing. It's usually pretty simple and doesn't really interest me. And I'm not familiar with all the different kinds of housing. So there might be other games with housing systems which are as interesting or deep. But Wildstar is the only one I've really been interested and impressed by right off the bat. At level 14, you will unlock your housing plot. And you'll get a quest to go to the main city. And at the main city, you do a couple of little things that explain a little bit about housing. And then you take a teleport up to your housing plot. There will actually be very little you get for free with your housing right when you start. But as you've been leveling up, Hopefully some cool stuff has dropped and you've unlocked that. So you should have some stuff unlocked by the time you get to your housing. And as far as I understand it, I didn't look at it too much. There are different things you unlock and then once they're unlocked, if they're in the house, I think you can just go ahead and place them and it doesn't cost you anything. But if it's for something special, which I'll get into in a minute, then I think you have to pay money for that as well as unlocking it. The housing plot is actually more than just the house. You have sort of this big area in the middle, and then on each side of that you have two small plots, so that's four small plots total. And then sort of in the back you have two longer plots, which are basically the size of two small plots. So it's you know basically the same size, but it's only two plots. Now the things you unlock can all do different things, And they will be tied to a size of the plot. So there will be small size things and bigger size things. And only certain things can go on each size. So as example, I think one thing I unlocked was sort of this meditation shrine area, which was a larger area. I don't recall what benefit it gave my character. I think it gave me extra rest. But it looks pretty cool. It had big owl-like statues which are in the Orin areas and that's sort of a a racial thing and so it's pretty cool you could jump around on some of them but most of them were really huge like I'd guess maybe 30 feet for the bigger ones and 20 feet for the smaller ones so I could only get on like the very very small ones which were like maybe five to eight feet big and then there was 
some sort of little rocks in like a circle on the ground. So it looked pretty cool. It was pretty nice. It was kind of cool to put something I kind of liked in my housing. I had access to a few things on the smaller plots, but I didn't actually put anything there. Because again, you know, it cost money to put the stuff down. So I wasn't really interested in what they did. Each of the things, though, can be upgraded. Like I mentioned before, one of the things you can put in your smaller area, I believe, is a resource node. And then you can upgrade that. And in theory, the different upgrades would do different things. Like for resources, I would assume it generates either more resources or maybe a higher tier of resource. I didn't actually get a house. I get a free house with the version of the game I bought. But that doesn't unlock until the head start. Which I may or may not hit level 14 during the head start. I would expect I probably will because that's almost three days. Which is basically a weekend. Which is about what it took me the first time. And the first time I was going kind of slow, this time when I, you know, basically redo the content, I'll be probably quite a bit quicker. But I did have some unlocks for the house. You get, I think, a free bed and like a free nightstand kind of thing. But without the house to put it in, I I couldn't check out what it would look like. I got some trees and I got some other furniture. I think there was like a rug and a couple of pictures. But once you unlock your house, you can, you know, put it wherever you want in the house and There's a bunch of different stuff for how the house looks, like stone or wood or a certain racial kind of style, and tons and tons and tons of customization. In a video I saw, you can also customize how the entire plot looks in terms of different weather effects and what time of day or night. So there's tons of cool, interesting stuff you can customize with your land plot, which is more than just a home. Because it gives you all sorts of cool benefits from the various things. And you can invite other people to your plot. I think it's, you know, giving them a visitor pass or a key of some kind. So you can let your friends in, you can let your guildies in. And that's kind of extra important because, like I said, there are different things that the different plots can do. So if you have a group of friends or you have a guild and you want to have, you know, ten different things between your group, You know, you could be like, oh, I have access to this, I'll do this one and this one. And you have access to that one, so you do that one and that one. And then you can all get the benefits of it. You know, just teleport up and then visit your friend's place. And then you get lots of cool different benefits. Another thing I got to try out was one of the adventures. And note with any kind of group, there are different group styles. I believe in more than one podcast in the past, I've gone into different kind of group styles. And with Wildstar, there are different kinds of adventures. And adventures are sort of things that change stuff up a bit. Like one adventure I heard about is kind of like Oregon Trail, where you get to guard a certain caravan and they take different paths and you have different choices. And another one is sort of like tower defense. There's different waves and you'll tell different NPCs where to go. This first one that unlocked at level 17, I believe it was, which you could go in as early as 15. I probably wouldn't recommend doing that, though. Was sort of a kind of war. There was sort of this open field area, and there were a few different choices. The Dominion was attacking, and you had a choice of, you want to defend the farmer people, or do you want to defend this position, or do you want to maybe go assault this other thing? And so a few different points in the adventure, you got a few different options. And based on which players vote for which options, it'll say, okay, this is your new goal. 
And there were like three different goal choices. So it won't always be the same, you know, based on what your group is doing. So that was kind of cool to see that the adventure could change and it could be something different. I did not have a really good experience with that one group. I did only do it the one time. And again, you know, groups will vary. But I think the two people who were kind of in charge of it were experienced beta testers. So I think that the person who was tanking was a much higher level than, you know, the dungeon would allow for. I think it dropped her down to 17. But she had, you know, abilities I hadn't seen. So no doubt she had, you know, much better equipment and much better abilities. And I didn't know what was going on because they were running pretty much nonstop. They would run from one point to the next point to the next point to the next point. And I didn't know what was going on with the story. I didn't know what was going on with the people. I didn't even know where the people were half the time. It was really just kind of bad leadership. And you put that on top of Wildstar's already very fast, action-y style combat. And things can get really confusing really quickly. Thankfully, though, I did also get to try out Dungeon. And that kind of completely restored my faith in how Dungeons and group content will work in Wildstar. This was the first dungeon, which is level 20. And so I got a group for that. I got to try that out. But we didn't get very far. I think everybody in the group was new to that dungeon. They hadn't done it before, so nobody knew what we were supposed to do. And I think the tank that they picked didn't actually know they were tanking. Because they kept losing threat, and so (laughs) there was just trash mobs going everywhere, doing crazy things. And it's like... The other DPS person and me were like, why do we keep getting attacked for no reason? We're like dead in three shots. Why are these things coming and attacking us? So it was kind of a a pretty bad disaster right from the start. Pretty quickly, though, I told the people, you know, my main spec is tank. I have not a lot of gear, but, you know, some gear to tank with because up until then, the game isn't really designed to sort of specialize into a spec. Kind of has just general gear. So your ability to do you know, a specific spec is a little bit limited. But we did quite a bit better. We got to the first boss, and the first boss wiped us out probably a dozen times. Um, uh, Probably about a third of those was with the original tank, who wasn't really tanking. But needless to say, the dungeon is not easy in Wildstar. It is going to take you some coordination and figuring things out. You are going to have to, you know, figure out timing. And then they have these really powerful moves in Wildstar, and there's telegraphs on the ground. So you really have to watch out for those telegraphs and get out of the way. (laughs) If you don't get out of the way, you just get completely trashed. So it takes a lot of coordination. I don't know if it takes memorizing the encounter, because there are those telegraphs and warning systems in place. But you will absolutely need to be on your toes, looking out for all the things, and paying attention, and not only doing your job, you know, in terms of a role, because they do have the trinity of tank, healer, and DPS. But you also need to watch out for, you know, all the things going on. So it is definitely not easy. It is certainly fun. The dungeon was much slower paced than the previous adventure I'd done, which was totally, completely, insanely fast. This was nice and slow and, you know, normally paced for kind of what you expect for an MMO. But of course, due to Wildstar's nature of being, you know, fast and actiony, you did need to be on your feet a little bit. You weren't just hitting ability A, ability B, ability B, ability C. 
ability A, ability B, ability B, ability C. You know, you had to move around, you had to adapt. You had to get in, you know, that one or two moves that you could get in and then get out because there was a telegraph with some power move coming. It seemed a lot more free-flowing and a lot more interesting in terms of what was going on. And I guess a little bit less predictable, I could say. I mean, you knew what was going to happen roughly when, but it wasn't, you know, the strict rotation kind of memorized pattern that most games use. So I had quite a bit of fun with that, even though we wiped out like a dozen times and couldn't get past the first boss. It did seem to have a lot of promise and did seem really interesting. I did kind of have a a little bit of an issue with getting all of my abilities off at certain times. I don't know if it's just because I'm getting old or what, but it seemed like past about five abilities I had kind of a hard time remembering I should use them. And maybe it's just because I'm still getting used to the class, but with an option of seven abilities at the level I was at, with eight, you know, by the time you get to max, I did feel kind of confused, and I was like, you know, I would kind of really prefer almost just having five abilities and not even worry about the other ones. It'd be nice to have an option for passive abilities. Because, I don't know, things seemed to move so fast, I was just using a few buttons, and then the other buttons seemed like, you know, why would I even need to use those other ones? except for special conditions. I don't know. Like I said, I'm hoping it's just that I'm still getting used to the game and it'll be easier to do and easier to remember in the future. But it was a lot of fun, and playing a tank in several other MMOs, I, I would say it does seem more interesting. It's not just about sitting in one place and getting the monster, you know, in exactly the right place and then doing this exact rotation over and over and over. It is much more involved, much more interesting. But I can say, you know, due to that actiony nature, you know, it certainly will not appeal to everybody. But if you are looking for something a bit different, I would say you should definitely check it out. You can probably find people like me who bought, you know, a special edition and have a few, you know, one-week guest passes, as it were. So you might know somebody that has, you know, such a pass. And then, you know, they can give to you after launch, you know, when they're given out. And you can check it out then, you know, for free for a week. And I'm sure, you know, there will be contests and giveaways for those as well in the future. Because I'm sure it's probably, you know, the kind of game a lot of people would be on the fence about. But, you know, if given a one-week free time period, they might check it out happily. So if you are considering checking it out, you might want to do that. I'm sure somebody can get you a code. Or, you know, maybe if they're really good friends, they'll they'll let you try out a character for a bit on their account. You know, I don't recommend account sharing with people, you know, that aren't in your own house. You know, that's a bad idea. But I liked it quite a bit. And two, you know, it is a really cool game. It is really interesting and a completely different world than everything I've experienced so far. So even if you aren't the type of person to be into big groups and, you know, especially raid content, because I'm not a big fan of raid content, anything over about 10 people, I'm not a huge fan of. But you could very easily have an amazingly fun time just leveling up and looking at all the various lore and checking out the world and just being in this alien place, you know, leveling up as a single player game, sort of. And just, you know, not do that big group content. And it would still be a lot of fun. 
news for this week. Whilst our pre-orders are still up, beta weekend is every other weekend. There's one going on as I speak, if you are listening to this on the weekend when this comes out. Head Start will be on May 31st, with actual release on June 3rd. If you have been looking for Hearthstone on iPad, apparently the iPad client is now out for many regions. It's not out everywhere. Sort of a soft launch, and they're going to launch in different iTunes stores, I guess, at slightly different periods. So if you've been looking for that, that should be out. And Captain America the Winter Soldier is now out as of Friday. So I'll probably talk about that on next podcast. And that's it for the news. It's getting kind of hard to believe things are going to get better. I've been drowning too long to believe that the tide's going to turn. And I've been living too hard to believe things are going to get easier now. I'm still trying to shake off the pain from the lessons I've learned. So that's it for this week's Rabbit Spamblings podcast. No prize treasure. Hasn't been one in a while. This week I'm off from school, so that's pretty cool. But there's been a lot of stuff going on, and I've lost a lot of sleep, and I think I might have a little bit of cold. So I've been really out of it and kind of off. So that's messed me up quite a bit. There's been quite a bit of hubbub about Heroes of the Storm Alpha that's out. I am still not in, which still confuses me because I'm MVP for Hearthstone. And, you know, that's one of the big deals they said, you know, when they invited me to MVP was you'll get invites to, you know, the earliest phases of the tests. And it's been, you know, like a week or more at least. And I'm reading the forums and there's all these posts about you know, a bunch of people who don't know what the game is and they don't know what they're doing and they've obviously never played a MOBA-style game before. So I'm wondering why these completely, seemingly random people who have no idea what the game is got in, you know, before somebody like me. I don't mean to sound petty or mean or, you know, that they have no value in the test. They absolutely do. I'm just really confused why, you know, the MVPs of all the games didn't get in on that first wave of invites. That confuses me greatly. So I keep hoping I'll get into that soon, but my contacts at Blizzard said, one of them said, you know, she didn't know when we were going to get in, and the other one I tried to contact didn't answer me, so I don't know what's up with that. But I guess that is it for this time, and hopefully everybody out there is doing okay and having fun with whatever it is you are doing, and hopefully I will see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. There might be other games with housing systems which are as interesting or deep, but this is the only one I've really been... And another one is sort of like tower defense. There's different waves, and you'll tell different NPCs where to go. This first one that... Lo- Inhale!
You are becoming more and more calm. Exhale. You are feeling more and more relaxed. Inhale. Calm. Exhale. Relaxed. Inhale. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. Be sure to put the number 1 in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2014 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.